The following program is produced and furnished in conjunction with Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings, who are entirely responsible for its content. Sorry, guys, you are on your own. This is the Federal Football Report, a weekly wrap-up of all things burgundy and gold. The Federal Football Report on Federal News Radio. Here are your hosts, Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings. Welcome back to the Federal Football Report uh, on Federal News Network and on Podcast One, anywhere where you get your uh, podcast for your own enjoyment and pleasure. Uh, he's Kevin Stanfield. I'm Claude Jennings. Just a quick check because, you know, Kevin, brothers, we got to check on each other. And so I just want to make sure, how are you, man? Are you good? I'm good, man. Everything is lovely as far as, I mean, all things considered. I'm good, eating well, uh, getting stuff done around the house. I, I've been doing so much housework. I, I mean, by like, you know, the 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 fixer upper type home repair type garden stuff I, I I just refused today I have a garbage disposal to put in I just said no <laughs> I'm just not doing it I'm give myself right. a break so I'm, I decided we're gonna have some fun and record uh, the best podcast in the country so absolutely best podcast in the country it is the Federal Football Report a lot happening um, but we're not starting with football uh, it's impossible to start with anything other than um, uh, the police uh, murder of George Floyd and the subsequent protests and uh, demonstrations, uh, uh, the the typical anger about people protesting for whatever reason. I have no clue why. Why anyone's against people being upset and taking to the protest? <laughs> I don't understand why people are upset about that. Um, yes. Uh, uh, you know, and, and it's interesting, man. You know, it, it's not just George Floyd. I mean, there's years and years and years of this, but it's also the fact that it's on the heels of Ahmaud Aubrey, yeah, yeah. the heels of Christian uh, Cooper uh, in the park bird watching. Um, wow, maybe the the first time I ever heard of a brother bird watching, which is cool. <laughs> it um, might be. And, 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 <laughs> she, she picked the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> I know, That's right? Wrong. And then Amy Cooper, no relation. His last, you know, his last name is Cooper too. Her <laughs> Amy Cooper, he's Christian Cooper. Man, um, you know, if they went if they went far enough back in history, they find some right. common like genetics, right? Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. so she calls me to him, and then you have this, and it's like, wow, one thing after the next after the next uh, in such a short period of time. Um, and then there's um COVID nineteen, and so there's this there's this frustration with all things bad news. You, you know, you know what I mean? And yeah, just yeah. Cake where it's like even in the middle of a pandemic, a brother can get stopped by a police officer for something that's not. You know, he was suspected, apparently, of using a counterfeit $20 bill in a store. That doesn't seem like it's a situation that caused for someone's need to be on anyone's neck. But we all know that a lot of these reactions aren't necessarily called for when it comes to um, African-American interactions with police. Yeah, it's it's, um, like you said, there's no uh, rhyme, reason or uh, uh, proper timing for the injustice injustices, plural, that have uh, come to the forefront. And all I can say is thank God for phone cameras, right? Otherwise, we wouldn't know because for every one that you catch on camera, that means there's a couple of dozens out there that you don't know about and people probably just denying and getting away with, right? You know, and having, as you well know, and then you have yourself been a victim of uh, injustice is um, you can, you can understand the anger right now. I'm not, I'm not, uh, one for violence. I'm a nonviolent person. Right? I've served my time in the military. I've done my damage. 
but now I'm peace and love, right? Um, but I'm old enough to remember the uh, the riots after Dr. King was assassinated in 68. And, you know, we remember after the Rodney King verdict, right? And, uh, you, you know, I, I remember hearing uh, Malcolm X speak. I remember hearing Dr. King speak. Like I said, I'm a man of violence. I'm not a man of violence. I'm a man of peace. I don't advocate violence, but it seems like that's the only time things change. <laughs> yeah, you know? it seems to be the yeah. only thing some people listen to. You know, it seems to be the only thing. I mean, and, 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 and then what do you do with with you know, years and years and years and generations of frustration and hurt. I mean, at some point you get to a tipping point and you hope things reset, but reset in a, with a change. And so, I mean, it's only a matter of time before people who fight for a cause and people who believe in a cause are going to say, you know, enough is enough. And I'm going to take to the streets and I'm for the protesting, but you can't control everybody. And there are some who are angry and, and, and are trying to be heard. They don't know how else to be heard, and so they, you know, they, they get violent. I mean, that's just what that's what happens. And hey, let me and, tell you this old colleagues say, you know, um, normally I'm against anything, you know, and 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 I, and I know that there are people who are going into some of these cities who aren't from there, and they're just trying to cause trouble and make everybody look bad. I, I, I and, and obviously that's foolishness. People shouldn't do that. Um, but there are some people who are out there uh, from their cities, and they are, you know, looting and things like that. But you know, I don't even want to talk about that. That's an effect. That's not the cause. You know right, I mean? right, right, right. Let me I tell you. Because they, they weren't doing it two months ago. It was something <laughs> that was that. You know what I mean? Right, so, right. So, so miss me with criticizing, you know, protesters and people who are looting and rioting. I don't think that they should do that. You'll never catch me looting or rioting. Well, unless right. a gospel was being broken into. That yeah, I understand that, yeah. Uh, but, but you never, I'm just kidding. But hey, you would never. You, at least you. That. You would take yeah. the time to try out the clubs and see if the if the, the length of the grip was right, right? <laughs> yeah, sure, I'll take these. I would never steal clubs off the rack. I need time to make sure that the grip right and fit it to my liking. But anyway, anyway hey, look, um, look, let me say, let me say this, man. Uh, a couple of things. First of all, you can't constantly pour gasoline on a pile of wood and mm -hmm. just pour more and more and more fuel on it. Then the the, the wood is ignited. Then you blame the wood for being flammable <laughs> you know you, you can't do that but let me tell you an old joke like this guy the military guy told me now like i said I have a military background guy said there was a farmer sold a, uh, uh sold another farmer a donkey and it started to walk away and the, and the and the purchaser ran up to the seller and said hey man this i can't get this donkey to do anything he said really he said it worked from fine for me he said i can't get him to do anything so the the farmer who sold the donkey walked up to the donkey looked at him reached in the back of the wagon, pulled out a big two-by-four, and slammed the donkey in the head. And, and, the, and the guy, who, the purchaser said, well, what are you doing? He said, first of all, you got to get his attention. <laughs> all right. So mm -hmm. this is what's happening right now. Mm -hmm. People are getting other people's attention. Mm -hmm. Right. You got to get their attention before they listen to you. Otherwise, it's just words in the air. They're acting like it doesn't happen. And there's still, after all this, there's people trying to defend the administration and the act, the, 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 the stunt, the, the, the stage thing in Lafayette Park where he was holding the Bible up. How <laughs> weird was that? I'm looking at this. And I'm like, this is so weird. This is this is the biggest photo op and most insincere thing that I've ever seen in my life from a politician. 
And and there are some really insincere politicians out there over the years. But this was the worst. I'm like, what in the world is this guy doing? And, and look, and being in Washington, D.C., as, as our audience knows, like, you know, we get to see so many different types of coverage that the national media doesn't see. And and I said and I and I witnessed the thing and I was fortunate enough to witness it with my with my daughters. And and to see that, to see <laughs> him holding that bobble up, and I tweeted at Kevin uh, Stanfield, Kevin on Twitter. I said, "How many of you all expected it to just burst into flames when he was <laughs> <laughs> right, right, holding you know, it up?" Right. Yeah, no, it's weird. I mean, you know, and you and I both being men of the book, um, you know, when you're used to holding that book, there's just certain yeah. ways you hold it. He wasn't even holding it. Right, right. Hold the book. Right. He wasn't even holding it. It was a, it was another one of his two Corinthians moments. Moments. Yeah. Remember he said liberty. He said, you know, well, it says in two Corinthians. It's like, ah, oh, I mean, you don't read that thing. Stop it. Stop. Hey, maybe that was his attempt at some comic relief. Maybe he said the nation needs a laugh right now. Stop <laughs> like, that. We we misread it. You're right. He was trying to be funny, and that's why he did it. We thought he was being serious. Yeah, we're sorry, um, Mr. President. One thing that's been great, though, um, it, that's been different for me this time around is the amount of uh, emails, calls, text messages uh, that I'm getting from white people who I know, who I work with, um, who are clients of mine uh, in media. And they're just calling to check in and say, man, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. I just want to make sure that you're OK. Um, you know, I'm, you know I, listen, I was... <laughs> I told my wife, I said, I said, I've gotten more calls and texts from white women saying they love me than NBA players on track. Like, I mean, I'm just, oh, I mean, love you know that I love you. I just want you to know that I love you. And, and I appreciate it. This is the first time that this happens. I'm seeing so much passion from different nationalities who are picking up and different causes, um, you know, uh, uh, as well. And, and, and that's encouraging to see and to hear that. And, uh, uh, but, you know, yes. Reach out to your black friends, you know, check on them, make sure that they're good. <laughs> but talk to your white friend. Talk talk to the people, you know, in your neighborhood. Talk to your family members. Uh, and I'm talking to white people specifically. Like, talk to your white friends. Talk to your white neighbors. Talk to the people at the grocery store when you go there. Talk to the folks, you know, when you're walking your dog and, 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 and you know, in your garden clubs and all the other kind of mm. stuff. People. Like, talk to, golf, talk to the people at your golf club. Have these difficult conversations with them and say, listen, we got to talk about this stuff. This is ridiculous, you know, and um, and you may need to make them feel uncomfortable because, you know, uh, uh, David Aldridge, our good buddy, David Aldridge here in D.C. said it. He said, white people, we, we like like it ain't on us to fix this. White people need to fix this. And you need to have <laughs> conversations, you know, because, you know, we're not asking the police to do that. So like and for the systematic, you know, racism that's in this country, you know, you walk around um. And you're automatically a suspect for something that no one's even know you're done. That hasn't even happened yet. <laughs> right. what doing. It's just weird. But again, it's like, it's like, it's like, uh, and we wait. And I had a couple of media clients who want to have discussions like this. And they say, well, Claude, can you come on air? Can you come on air? And I'm like, why don't you guys talk about it? Like, you don't need to, <laughs> to talk about how black people are treated unfairly. You talk about it. The problem is you won't talk about it. The problem is you won't stand up for it. So do it. Right, right, right. You won't identify other white people as being a source of a problem. Now, um, <laughs> people haven't people haven't contacted me because they know what I'm going to say. They already know what I'm going to say pretty much, right? Um, but I have received uh, a, a tremendous uh, response on Twitter and uh, a tremendous dialogue because uh, some of the people who respond to me and communicate with me the most are ones who 
whose views are totally opposite of mine. <laughs> you know, and, and here's what I tell them. And I tell them this is an education here. This isn't really a dialogue. This is you, you being in school if you want to learn about this. And the one thing I don't want to hear is but. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, they murdered George Floyd, but. <laughs> no, I don't want to hear but. Yeah, uh, they, they were wrong for murdering uh, uh, Ashbury, but no, there is no but. Anytime you add but into that sentence, mm -hmm. you diminish what the topic is, what the cause is. You're trying to look the other way and show some justification. There is no room for justification here, right? Plain and simple as that. Look, as I told my wife, I've seen this movie before. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen protests. I've seen riots, you know. Mm -hmm. The only thing that the people in power understand is uh, economic shortfall and mm -hmm. the vote, right? So stop uh, patronizing businesses you know that, um, that perpetrate <laughs> this uh, heinous activity, right? And vote. Mm -hmm. You got to vote. Don't complain about the system. The system is, in fact, put in place to allow the people to change things that they don't like to change you have to vote. You have to vote from the local level for your city, your, your uh, county council people, your the school board. Don't just wait for the presidency. But, you know, but by all means, vote for that. If you don't vote, you heard, I guess you heard about Joe Biden saying on, I've never heard of Charlemagne the guy. Please, <laughs> you know, I don't watch, I don't listen to anything but the Federal Football Report and you know, all your projects. But, um, Joe Biden said, and he was, I don't, you know, it was a joke. He was leading to it. If you don't vote for Joe Biden, you ain't black, you know. People, mm -hmm. you know, he's right. <laughs> he's absolutely right. There's something else wrong with you, right? You know, you know, I, I know some black Trump supporters, right? You know, for, for different reasons. I, I, I knew them then. I haven't communicated with them for a while, right? I, I will reach out and see how they feel now. But you got to vote. We got, in the words of, in more the words of George Clinton. You don't need the bullet when you got the ballot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, there you go. Listen, uh, and that Joe Biden comment, I mean, it's so funny because, again, they were wrapping up the show and, and, and he was asking Joe Biden if he can come on and talk more about it so that we can hear about how you feel about issues specific to my community. And Joe Biden said, listen, if you're still trying to figure out whether you need to vote for me or Trump, then you ain't black. Like, you should know this by now. And right, I mean, that's, right. that's what he was saying. And by the way, a lot of black people say that. But if you ain't <laughs> Right. Give me your black card back. I mean, that's right, what, right, right. Don't get unfocused, people. Like we get that's unfocused right. by the like, forget that stuff. So anyway, that's um, right. Yeah, keep man. the main thing, keep, the main thing. And I keep the main thing, the main thing. And 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 I was talking to someone the other day, and they were talking about how upset they were about a lot of this stuff. And 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 I and I totally understand why. And, and everything was about you know somebody's got to do this, and we need leaders, and we need and somebody and somebody and somebody. And, and I'm like, what? Well, what about you? Let's stop talking about what somebody needs. Yeah. Talk about you need to do. I don't right. know. You do run for office or become active in your community. Do you know? Focus on what you can do. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think everybody—black, white, Asian, whatever—you know—do um, uh, what you can do to push justice for everybody. Because t today, and for hundreds and hundreds of years, it's been the cause of African Americans. But one day, it's going to be somebody else's cause, and it's going to be something else. You know, and and the same way, you know, um, you want someone there for your cause, you should be there for someone else's. Because it's not right. a black and white. It's literally like a racism versus like love thing. And so right. if you right. because it ain't your people don't mean you shouldn't be with it. And we're all, right. Our, right. all and, our and you know and and you know quietness is kept, man. A lot of our listenership is white. But look at your ancestors, man. Look at how um 
how uh, Ireland was divided for so long, right? You know, look at how, how you know, the dominance of the British Empire, right? You tried to impress uh, the Scots, you know. This is, you know, it's, it's not just black against white. This is good versus evil, <laughs> you know. And if you don't know what side you're on, uh, on good versus evil, then you ain't black or you ain't white or you ain't <laughs> whatever, right? You know, if you don't know what side you're on that, right? Yeah, come on. Let's get real. Let's get real. Get real. Here's what's interesting too. I wonder. I wonder if we're bold enough to make to make the title of this show. If you don't listen to the Federal Football Report, then you ain't black. <laughs> I don't know if we should or not. Give well, well we could do that, but some people say, "Yeah, you're right. We're not black." What's the <laughs> but 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 you know, along with all this, you know, serious. I know you know we got it. We got to smile at a lot of this, man. You got to look at the irony involved. Like a lot of the teams. We're making statements, and, and the two most ironic statements I saw yesterday on the on the blackout day was the San Francisco 49ers <laughs> saying, "Yeah, you're right. We ought to protest racial injustice." And it seems to me you had a dude that was doing that <laughs> you know, years ago. Did you listen to him? No. Imagine if he was still with them or playing, or any team in this league. Uh, picked up Cap to play quarterback for them because he's better than half their quarterbacks anyway, and he's yeah, definitely yeah. better than most of their than all their backups. Imagine if he was still playing, the voice and the face you would have in a time right now where you could break peace and you could break calm, and you you know what I mean. Yeah. But nobody wants to do it. Yeah. Plus, think how many Catholic jerseys you'd be selling. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, by the way, you'd actually have a pretty good quarterback on your team. <laughs> <laughs> Who might have won the Super Bowl. You might have won this with that defense. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, and, and then you gave that. And speaking of irony, the Washington professional football team had mm -hmm. the nerve to put out a blackout uh, uh, post yesterday. It didn't and, have the of the Native American on it, did it? No, it didn't. It was blacked out. But the name was in the, uh, you know, the name was there. And, and the comments they got, man, it was hilarious. They got from pure profanity and uh, – and then from comments that says, uh, well, thank you, Washington uh, uh, insult to Native American team. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Come on. At some point, again, at some point, you have to do the right thing. You know? Yes. I don't care how many, you know, what well, we did three surveys of Native Americans. Uh, stop. Stop with the surveys of Native right. Americans. You know what I mean? Do you like being a mascot? They said no. It's like, stop with that. You right. don't. Did you need a survey to tell you that slavery was wrong? You know, like if you took a survey of that in the, you know, 1817 and the 17th, they, you know, everyone said, sure, it's fine. You know what I mean? Like, stop with the surveys and do what you know is right. Do Yeah, do it. Then do it because it's right. Don't do it for well, your monetary value or whatever. <clears throat> team, it's like, can't watch your team. Stop it. Because the, the league got a problem. Yeah. The league got a problem, too. The league had people out there saying, well, Lamar Jackson will never make it as a quarterback. We should make him a wide receiver. People said that right. out of their mouth, and, and they were still having jobs. Can't have it. <laughs> Can't have it. Fix that. Fix that. I appreciate the support and all that. I appreciate you saying something. Can't have that. <laughs> you can't have yeah. it. Okay, man. Let's get a little slippery on here on top of this soapbox, man. So I, I think people <laughs> <Yeah>. know. <laughs> so yeah. let, me, let me talk about you for a minute. Let me ask you now. We've been, you know, the the um, the uh, sheltering at home is being lifted. Uh, the governor of Maryland. Um, announced that the, the non-essential businesses will be able to work um, to open uh, uh, June 5th, and I can appointment and get my, my nails, my toes, my hair, my mustache all done uh, this weekend. So, you know, how, how have you been holding up, man? Me, this is, here's what I need to ask you, man. 
you know, being less active and moving around a lot. I've gained a pound or two. How much weight have you gained since you've been uh, sheltered? I'm going to be honest with you, man. I don't know because I don't weigh myself. I have oh. no way. Um, really? I tell you, last time I went to a doctor, um, I was what I was 171 pounds, something like that, or 168. Um, but yeah, but that was that was the last time I went to a doctor. I have no clue how much. How much yeah. I, weigh. I just don't weigh myself. I don't put just, myself. Man. <laughs> yeah, they'll say you know, stay away from doctors. I don't think they got good news for you right now. But uh, <laughs> I, I, I put on seven pounds. Get out of here. Seven pounds. Now, what I try to do, I try to do a little workout every morning, throw a couple of weights around, get on the exercise bike and do that, right? So I'm hoping it shows in places where it should show. <laughs> you guys are getting seven pounds of muscle, not seven pounds of fat. Yeah, well, you, and you know, seven pounds of muscle looks much better than seven pounds of fat, man. <laughs> yeah, you know, so... It's supposed to gain. They say the average person I think it will gain like nine pounds during this whole thing. Oh, okay, man. Well, so above average, like us guys, you know, we probably just <laughs> <laughs> like five. But but I have been like not watching a lot of TV and not watch, watching a lot of movies. And I did promise someone I was going to not uh, not watch the uh, the TV series Snowpiercer. And I got a real okay. brief brief review of of the show that I haven't seen. Now and check this out. This is going to be kind of hard to follow. Because I didn't believe in myself. I know it's a TV show that's fictional. But somebody actually said this was a good idea. <clears throat> it's in the future. Everything's in the future and mankind has collapsed. But apparently, the, the collapse of mankind, it collapsed because of uh, uh, global warming changed the weather pattern and the earth, the temperature of the earth plummeted. So this guy invented this, this train. He created this train. This rich guy created this train. The train is a thousand cars long. And he built a continuous track, uh, you know, self-sustaining fuel, and it just goes forever. And all that's left of mankind lives on this train, 1,000 cars. The cars are divided by class. The higher class people with the money have the nice cars up front, swimming pools, you know, uh, restaurants, like people are so anxious to go out and eat. <laughs> we'll go back to that in a second. And the working <laughs> class, people who like digging the coal and all that to make the train go, whatever, right, they live in the back. So it's a, it's a you know a, a visualization of of class warfare, the you mm -hmm. know the dregs of society in the back of the train, the high pollutant <laughs> society in the front of the train, and the train doesn't stop; it just goes around. Like good morning, the temperature outside is a brisk 180 degrees below zero, you know, <laughs> like that, right? You know, Celsius, which means a thousand, whatever, right? <laughs> so this is this is the most ridiculous. That's why I couldn't bring myself to watch it because it's the most ridiculous concept. I ever mm -hmm. heard. Who would think mm -hmm. that's something like that? And they said, oh, yeah. Let's, and you know what? It, it was a movie before it became a, a TV series. Huh. So said, somebody took an awful movie and decided <laughs> they're going to make an awful TV show out of it. So, yeah, that's – so I'm going to watch it now just to see how bad it is. But that's my review of Snowpiercer. That's <laughs> like, what's wrong with people? And this was before the quarantine, so they weren't, like, thinking of this because they were locked up. They just thought of this. <laughs> <laughs> and so, speaking of movies, I finally got around to watching Bad Boys for Life. Oh, really? Tell me about yeah, it. Yeah, one that you had reviewed and talked about. And so, if someone hasn't watched it now, this is not a spoiler because it's been out for long enough. Right, I can right. Talk about yeah, it. yeah, it's their, joke, their fault. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was interesting. I, en I enjoyed it. Right. There was a lot of action. <clears throat> but for some reason, I feel like it was something missing. Like, I just felt like I, I enjoyed the action. I enjoyed the comedy with Will and, and Martin. Uh, uh, again, I, I have nothing against it. 
Uh, but I just felt like there was something about it that was that 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 just didn't pull me in. I don't and I don't know what it is. Um, uh, it was it, it was kind of predictable to me. You know, I told my wife during the movie, I said, that guy's his son. That kid's his son. <laughs> and oh, okay. the son, that's the son. And then I didn't think I didn't they, think about that. That was enjoyable watching people get blown up. Yeah, right. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of drama, uh, but he's going to end up saving them at the end, and they're going to somewhat live in harmony. Uh, or, no, or work. No, no. And that's exactly what it seems like is going to happen, which is fine. Um, but again, action and stuff was fine. Uh, it just was missing something for me, and I just don't quite know what it is yet. Um, well, see, you haven't reached that point in life where where the best part of your career is behind you. <laughs> once, <laughs> you once you get to that point, you can look back and say, "Oh, I see what <laughs> I see what they were saying." Because see, I, my life, I could I could relate to both characters. <laughs> but you know what? To, What's interesting too, though, is 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 how um uh, is in 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 reference to you saying that I did find the new team they were putting together ammo. I found them really interesting, and I told my wife, I said <laughs> I would I would watch a Bad Boys TV series uh it, it featuring just that crew, like they're not yeah. have Martin or, or Will. I would watch it with just those guys. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That was that was good the way they put that together, and and it, and it was I liked the the, the uh. The anarchy, <laughs> right? Yeah. I like the conflict between Ammo and, and, and Will. I like the conflict between uh, Will Smith and, and uh, Martin Lawrence. See, I didn't really like the first two bad boys. I thought those were all predictable and over the top and all. But, oh. but, 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 you know, this sort of, like I said, it sort of spoke to me because I can relate to the characters. And getting older, is, uh, it can be fun. It has its challenges. But the, fun, the most fun about getting old is it's a new life. And that's what Martin was trying to say to Will Smith. You can't live the old life all the time. At some point, you got to step into the new, right? So, yeah, so, you know, have, that's, that's a pretty good review on your part, man. Having actually seen the movie, that was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's exactly what guy who actually saw it. Um, and, and thank you for saying that's a pretty good review. It's funny you say that because I enjoyed the first two bad boys. I was like, man, these were great. And I felt like this one didn't kind of live up to those. But, but like you said, I would like to see how I feel about it later. And um, I don't know, maybe I should watch it again. <laughs> watch it again. Well, just, I, just watch it again when Manny is old enough to watch it. <laughs> okay. that's, right. you know, that's the thing. We should do a movie about that. We should do a movie about a guy who watched a movie and didn't understand it, but then 30 years later, he watched it and then understood it, but his son didn't understand it. Oh, okay. All right. I'll tell you what. <laughs> like are you, are you, <laughs> that hey, You know what? Right? What's today's day? Right? Uh, 2050? We're going watch... <laughs> to go watch the movie. Uh, so yeah, there's a lot going on. Uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, listen, do your part in your own communities to to, to spread love, to spread joy, uh, but not and, spread the virus. But not spread the virus. Whatever you do, <laughs> don't spread the virus. Fight the virus and fight the power, as it was. Be there for people who may not look like you, who may not believe like like you, but we all deserve uh, respect, justice, and. Listen, no one ever questions whether all lives matter, but at some point it's the black lives that seem to be in, in peril. And so we, so right. you know, uh, black lives matter uh, and make sure that we uh, uh, just love one another and be there for one That's another. Right. All right, I Kevin. I want people, yeah, I just gotta say this, man. I just want people, when I walk into a room, I want you to hear my voice as loudly as you see my skin. Just keep that mm. in mind. Whoa, there we go. <laughs> 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 That's the Federal Football Report, ladies and gentlemen.